Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Join me right now on Kumite Radio is Jordan Rinaldi. He'll be facing Jason Knight on November 3rd at UFC 230 at MSG. What's going on, Jordan? Not much. Training hard, eating right, losing weight. All right. The first thing I want to know is about the way you got into jiu-jitsu. It involves a car wash and a co-worker. <laughs> so uh, I was in college and I was working at Autobell, which is a local car wash here. And I was getting a little fat too, so I was looking for something to, to get my weight back down. So one of the guys that worked with me, he knew of me from wrestling in high school. I was pretty good in the Charlotte area. And then he was like, you should come and check out jiu-jitsu, you know, you'd be pretty good at it because you're an athlete, you're good at grappling. And I said, man, that stuff doesn't work. That's a joke, you know, I'll just beat up any kind of jiu-jitsu guy. So we were, uh, when I said that, he came and did a cross-collar choke on me. And I was just like, what is this witchcraft? This is <laughs> this is fantastic. He started choking me and I was like, let go of me, get off of me. So uh after that, I was like, yeah, let's go check this out. So actually, the first day I walked into the jiu-jitsu gym, uh, one of the fighters was fighting a wrestler, and he was a little bit smaller than me. And they're like, hey, can you wrestle with him a little? I was like, sure, no problem. Hit, uh, the the gym only had half-wall half mats, I guess you'd say, common in jiu-jitsu gyms. So uh, we were grappling on the wall, and I actually smashed my elbow on the cinder block wall, broke my elbow first day I was in there and then I had to go get a drain. They didn't have to do surgery or anything, but I was like, man, I'm hooked. This is awesome. So it was a good time. Well, you know, jujitsu does, you know, get addicting, I guess, for most people when they first get in there and challenge themselves. Absolutely. It was fantastic, especially going from wrestling in high school. I could have walked on on uh, some college teams and everything, but uh, I decided to stay in Charlotte, save some money. So it was nice that I found another grappling that I could translate into very easily. Well, you took that, you transitioned to mixed martial arts. Throughout your career, you've had a few speed bumps. Uh, many fighters would have quit, man. They would have just said, you know, it's too much. I'm going to go get a desk job. What okay. allowed you to turn the corner in 2014 to go on the run and to get signed? Well, I, w I was at one point just questioning everything and just, is this the right course for me? Because I do have two degrees. I could, I could get a desk job and, and do well. But then my brother was the, was the guy who, after I got knocked out by Muntasri in the hospital, I looked at him and I was like, what is this? What's going on? Is this time to hang up, hang it up and, and retire? And he was like, Jordan. I believe in you. You're a fantastic athlete. You have what it takes. This is just a small hiccup, you know. Uh, trials and tribulations are a part of life, and and it, it makes you better, you know. It's I I fully believe that the Lord 
puts these obstacles in my way so that I can be refined and so that I can, my faith can be tested, but also for my own resolve to be uh, grown. So it helps me mentally to know what I've been through in the past and, and it helps me uh, clearly walk in a better path in the future, I guess. Yeah, it seems like having the right people in your corner to talk to you and kind of motivate you to push forward is very important for a lot of these fighters. And some of these fighters don't have that. Absolutely. I mean, my my family is a great support system and, and they believe in my athletic abilities, but they're not so blind and, and they are so engaged in mixed martial arts now because of me that they understand, hey, it's not, oh, we support you because we love you or we are supporting you because we love you. But it's because, hey, we see your talent. You can actually do something with this. So with that, with them having the knowledge and not just blindly saying you're going to be good, it really helps to, to encourage me and, and help me to push on those days when it sucks, when, it's, when the diet is killing me and I don't want to be there. And so my family is a great motivation. And also my, my head coach, Snake, um, He's a really good motivation, too. He's 53 right now, but he pushes just as hard as me. And he's not somebody who's a yes man who every time I, I say, we got to do this, we got to do that. No, he'll actually challenge me and say, no, you're being an idiot or no, you're wrong. And I, I love that. I love always learning from him and, and never being complacent because he tells me, yes, that's right or no, that's wrong. So it's really a, a blessing to have the – the family that understands the sport enough to encourage me, but also a, a trainer who's not going to say, yeah, whatever you want to do, you know? So it's the, the whole group is really good. You've been out of action for about 10 months now. What have you been up to in that time? So I actually had a small back injury and, and it's better now. I just had to make sure that I didn't have, or I didn't jump right back into it too soon. So I was ready to, uh, to fight again right after I got beat up by Gillespie. So, uh, but because of the injury, I, I had to be sidelined. I've been living in Atlanta most of the time. My wife has a job there, so we live there. And mostly training at, uh, what is it, American Top Team of Gwinnett and Atlanta. They're pretty close to each other. And working with the Limas, with Jacal. There's a bunch of studs there, Mike Graves. Uh, there's a lot of studs that really have helped me, have helped my wrestling a lot, have helped my striking and jiu-jitsu. So it's, it's been a blessing out there. UFC 230, your opponent is Jason Knight. He's a fan favorite with, you know, many call him a wild style. You know, he's, he's all over the place when he fights. Mm -hmm. What is your opinion of his skill set? He is wild. He is, he is all over the place, and it's hard to get a read on him because – He'll come out one fight southball. He'll come out the other fight orthodox. He'll pull guard at times. He's He is so strange, and he, he doesn't have too many patterns to pick up on because it always changes, which which can be frustrating. But uh, I think that in certain areas I have advantages. I think my wrestling clearly is much better. Um, but his jiu-jitsu is strange and awkward and different. I mean – he falls right to rubber guard every time. He'll pull uh, rubber guard, which is uh, crazy. But uh, his striking is relentless. It, it's it's overwhelming to some people. And, and 
I think he's good everywhere. He's not the best athlete. He's not the best jiu-jitsu guy. He's not the best at any of it, but he's a well-rounded, ground-up fighter that that is the new generation that is good at everything, is not a specialist. His last fight against, I forgot his name. The Makwan European, Amir Khani. Yes, Amir Khani. Um, mm-hmm. he, Amir Khani's, like, he has a wrestling base, and you saw that fight. Does that mm-hmm. kind of give you some confidence on the ground that all really he might pull guard, but you could still stay out of submissions and beat him up from the top? Well, I mean, I'm pretty confident in my my jujitsu anyway, and my wrestling. My grappling is is my base, and you know, if I don't have confidence in that, then my striking, you have to be confident on the ground game and the grappling to be able to do your striking well, and and. Besides from my last fight where Gillespie kind of tore through me on the ground, most of the time when it's on the ground, I do very well. Um, I did get submitted by Ortega, but that was very end of the fight. I was winning the grappling the whole time before that. But other than those two fights, I've basically dominated in any kind of jiu-jitsu or grappling department. So, So I'm not too worried about... I shouldn't say I'm not too worried about that, but but that's my go-to, and now I've forgotten the question because I've rambled. It's all right. You answered the question very clearly. Okay. Um, <laughs> Knight, you know, if you look at his record, he has beaten some good competition, Dan Hooker, Chas Skelly, but currently oh, yeah. he's on a three-fight skid. Do you mm-hmm. feel he has lost a step? I don't think so. I mean, he's he's fought some tough dudes, and... I think Dan Hooker is at 55 now, and he's ranked, he might be ranked at 55. I mean, Hooker is a good fighter. He's a good striker, very dynamic. I don't think he's missed a step. It's just that last fight, I probably would have scored at four night. I'm not too sure. I, I've watched it a few times, but uh, it was really close, and, and I think he might have gotten screwed over in that decision. And uh, Who was it that he lost to before that? Uh, Ricardo is a stud. No matter who who it is, he's a stud in a tough fight. He was the number 15 ranked guy going against, I think, number four in Lamas at the time. That's a big jump, and it's risky. It's awesome that someone like Jason would take a fight like that. I mean, that's a good opportunity. Why not? Um, and and it shows you that he has a heart of a lion. I mean, he's he's a tough dude. And then I forgot who the uh, the the I forgot what his name was, Benito or something like that. Um, that guy's a great striker. And if you don't have good wrestling and you can't take him down, you can't really expect to do too much with your jiu-jitsu if you're pulling guard every time. So, I mean, I think he's he's a tough athlete, good everywhere, but he's just ran into some hard times. And, and I know exactly how that feels because of – uh, you know, the time in 2014, I think it was, where I was in, in a bit of a rut myself. But those come and go, you know, the ebbs and flows of uh, of what our career is. You mentioned American Top Team in Atlanta and the other one that's located nearby. Has there been other places that you've went to in the past few months, got some training in? A decent amount, but not too much. I mean, I went up to Ryan Hall's for a week uh, last month, I think it was. I might go back there to help him out with the BJ Penn fight. Um, 
I go to Stephen Thompson's when I drive from Charlotte to Atlanta every now and then. I mean, I wish I, I could get there more often than I should, but uh, I haven't been there too much lately because it's just been so, uh, how do you say it? so focused on uh, my fight that I, I've tried to stick to a really tough schedule. So, uh, Other than that, those are the only other two places I've really been. Oh, Ascension in Atlanta, too. I forgot about that. So the Asuncao brothers I train with on a regular basis there, too. So, um, Yeah, those are the, the gyms. I kind of bounce around and get different looks from different people. Yeah, those are some excellent, excellent competitors that you are training Absolutely. with, like high level, top of the line. Um, it must be so beneficial to be able to go there comfortably and train with them because, you know, a lot of guys, they kind of just stick to the their own little crew or own little group. Yeah, and that's that's what I tend to do, like, when it comes to fight time, when it comes to – so I'm in Charlotte right now with my team that I started with from day one, and I'm comfortable with them. When it, when it comes to f fight camp, I guess you'd say, you're training for a specific person – but you're sharpening your tools that you already have. You're not adding much. So during training camp, I love to be up here. I know what my strength and conditioning is. I know what my jujitsu is going to be. I know where my striking is. All of it is already set up. The infrastructure is there. But then during the, the off season, you know, out of competition, it's great to be at the American top team in Atlanta and uh, Gwinnett Ascension training with those studs because – not only do I get the good looks and the hard training, but I also get the details that, that you learn from new people or from just different uh, vantage points. Because I've been with this gym in Charlotte for 10 years. I know about everything everyone there does, you know. So having those uh, new perspectives and having those good coaches, Jakal, who's a fantastic jiu-jitsu guy, the Limas are awesome at jiu-jitsu, uh, as well as Rafael and Freddie and uh, Junior, I mean – Having those looks are, are priceless when I'm in the off-season. And then when I'm ready to dial it in, back up to Charlotte. Nowadays, most fighters are moving up in weight. After some time in the UFC, you are going in the opposite direction. What was behind the drop to featherweight? So I've fought at featherweight four times, I believe, before. And I never had a nutritionist. I never had somebody telling me, hey, eat this at that time. Uh, this is the portion size you need. I've never had that. So I was doing it all on my own and one or two of them were all right. And then two of them were horrible, horrible. And I was a little hesitant to do it because of the IV band and everything. But now that I, we went and did the, the scans and everything at the performance Institute and they said, Hey, it's going to be a hard weight cut, but you can do it. So I was like, all right, let's try it out. Honestly, my weight is fantastic right now. I mean, I couldn't ask for any better. Um, it feels good. I have more energy than I ever have. My training is much more intense. I don't know if it's just over the last few years I've learned how to train better, learned how to – the nutrition is a huge thing for this camp. But I feel great. I feel like I should be a 45er. I, I ran into, I think it was Kiesa or somebody at the Institute, and the amount of how much he weighed at the time was terrifying considering he was in the same weight class. I was like, this is not okay. I I can't be competing with this guy, you know. So, so it was the right time to move down. And if I want to make a title run, if I want to 
set a good career to to make money and to try to be the best in the world, I gotta I gotta cut the weight to 45 and start getting aggressive. If I think about it for myself, fighting Ortega, who's about to fight for the title, I mean, we had a great fight. I haven't, I mean, that was in the RFA, which could have been in the UFC, you know. We had a great fight. I, I was very close to beating him. I lost, obviously, but I mean, it just shows me that hey, I'm right there. I'm I'm not far away. Get your weight down, train hard, get in there and win. Yeah, I just saw a recent picture that you posted. You are looking ripped. <laughs> and yeah, still a few weeks I've out. I've never looked that lean. It, <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. They used to call me at my gym, they called me one week abs because I would only get abs about a week of weigh-ins. So now it's one month abs. So I'm feeling good. I feel great. All right. What protocol are you following for this camp to shed these pounds? It's just a uh, diet plan that the nutritionist at the UFC mm. has given me. So just certain timed meals uh, along with when I train accordingly. So it's all about what kind of what kind of food you eat at certain times. So starches, proteins, fats, uh, fruits, vegetables, all that stuff. And just timing it well. I mean, I don't know what you would technically call it. Sorry. What the actual meal plan is, but it's just what they have me on. Right now, you are sitting inside a tent. And it's not just a regular tent where you go camping, right? It's a special tent. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about how that's helping you yeah i mean uh i think cardio is a huge thing and and i don't want to be losing a fight because my cardio i i had that situation with it, the able fight if i would have had a my cardio right i could have won that fight pretty not easily but i should have won it this is just another step i mean everybody's taking or trying to get the the slightest edge and this is our career. This is my livelihood, my health. I need to be putting everything I can, investing in myself as much as possible. And that that's what this uh, elevation tent does. It helps me have better cardio. It, it's not bad to sleep in. It's a little strange, but I mean, this is what it, what it is. We're trying to get as much of an advantage or to get at the peak of our, our physical ability. And that's part of the process. Where are you mentally going into this fight November 3rd? What is the attitude like? Win. Just win. I got to go out there and, and show the world that I'm going to be a wreck, uh, someone to, to buzz through the 145-pound weight class. I got to go out there and show everybody, hey, I'm going to win. I'm going to brutalize this weight class. I'm going to start taking names really quickly. Um, they're going to see that I'm a skilled fighter and and I'm just pumped to get out there and perform. I mean, I get to fight in Madison Square Garden. How many people in our sport, let alone boxing and everything like that, how many people can say, yeah, I've fought in the garden? You know, it's it's an incredible opportunity. I'm blessed beyond all measure. And and I'm just pumped to get out there and showcase what I can do against a, a guy who's tough as nails and who is a good competitor. Nowadays, fighters are involved in other ventures inside and outside of MMA. Is there anything that you would like to promote? I mean, my sponsors, uh, Fit Fuel Charlotte, 
my team, Team Rock Charlotte. Um, I mean, there's nothing for me to promote. I don't have any business ventures or anything like that, but uh, nor do I have the capital to invest in anything right now. We don't get paid that much, or at least I haven't yet. So uh, just Fit Fuel, Team Rock, uh, Harrisburg Weightlifting Club, um, just the, the normal stuff. All right. November 3rd, UFC 230. Jordan Ronaldi will face Jason Knight at MSG. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, John.